Hello my friends, welcome to Tina for Real Day 2. I am really excited that you are here. Thank you so much for joining me. For those of you who don't know, my name is Tina Muir. I am the host of the Running for Real podcast, a 2.36 marathoner, a new mum to my daughter Bailey, and uh, I'm most known for struggling with amenorrhea, which is a lack of periods for nine years, overcoming it to become a mum and uh, sharing my story pretty much. So thank you so much for being here today. Now yesterday was Mental Monday. We talked about uh, something that we often deal with in running which is the mental side of looking at our watch and I encouraged you to um, you know try some runs out without looking at your watch so make sure you go back and check that one out if you missed it but today I wanted to give a kind of mother runner or a Bailey update now these are mostly going to be for the mother runners out there or father runners out there I should say um, but it's also going to be just kind of a funny thing that I've noticed about life as a mum or um, something about my daughter just a bit of an update. Now today I thought I would talk about kind of how my life has changed when it comes to running um, with a daughter. You know before um, as an elite runner myself I could um, kind of get my run in whenever and wherever I wanted you know if I woke up and it was a bit cold outside I could say all right well I'll have some have a bigger breakfast and I will do my run at 11 a.m when it's warmed up a bit you know it'll be nice and quiet out on the roads then so let's just do that or if I was going to do some kind of um, you know workout I would say oh I need to go to this park I would drive over there didn't really matter about time yes I had work to do but um, you know I could kind of be flexible with my time now however fast forward to having a daughter or having a child um, it's become a case of when can I squeeze this in and yes that does mean that sometimes I do not do a warm-up I might get back from running an errand literally go change and run straight out the door no warm-up not the best thing to be doing I'm always encouraging people to do a warm-up it is always the best situation to do a warm-up but sometimes you know I just cannot manage to handle it um there just isn't the time um and also I find quite often I will end up squeezing my pace maybe a little faster than I should be now again I do not look at my watch during so I don't know this while it's going on but I can kind of tell through the way that I'm feeling that I don't want to say the adrenaline rush but um that I can feel a time crunch to get things in and it kind of gives me a bit of a push to run faster than maybe um, my body wants to run. I mean I can kind of get away with it now being on a lower mileage for what my body is used to Um, but you know I'm very very aware that um, the more I do this the more I am putting myself at risk of injury especially being postpartum and um, you know it's something I need to kind of put a lid on and stop doing. Um, You know, it's just very different um, as a mother uh, or a parent, I guess, because Steve is in the same situation, my husband Steve, uh, to to just try and, you know, juggle these balls, essentially. You have, uh, you know, your family, you have a work life, and you have your running life. And, you know, it can be very difficult to manage to fit them all in in the way that you want to, in the capacity that you would like to. Now, I actually, uh, on the Running for a podcast, um, in about a week and a half, maybe two weeks, on the 27th of um, April, I guess that would be just over two weeks, um, I have a podcast episode with uh, Trent Stellingworth and he talked about how really we can only handle two things at a time. We can give our attention and our kind of 
energy to two things at a time. Now, if you have a family and you have a career, that means that you're probably going to drop one of those balls. Um, but uh, well, you're going to drop something, and most likely for some of us, it's going to be running. And for me, right now, it is running. You know, in the past, all I really was concerned with was my own running. Um, and I could kind of keep the other two things at bay, um, at bay, I should say, um, at kind of a, a point where I could, you know, handle it because it was my running was important. That was what I wanted to put first and my family and career I could um, give enough attention to. But now that family um, pressure or the family requirement has gone up significantly and it makes it a bit more difficult to juggle the two things. So a lot of my training has become kind of squeezing it in and, you know, but in the same sense um it's given me a purpose it's given me you know something to think about I know that no matter what happens in that run no matter how fast how slow how whatever I do I go home and I have a little girl waiting there for me who's just excited to see me um no matter what I'm doing which is a great feeling but you know it's something as I am doing this postpartum return to running you know for those of you who don't know I am planning on running um coming back to competitive running trying to figure out my plan right now of where that's going to go but I realize that if I really do want to go back to elite running if I want to kind of get the best out of myself um I'm not going to be able to just do this squeezing in my run thing I'm gonna have to plan a bit further ahead if that means getting up earlier um, to give my body time to wake up to warm up that will have to be the case Um, I think that will definitely be the case as I start to get into longer runs and as the the summer starts to come in um, making the the weather hotter I think it will be a case of getting up at 4 or 5 a.m to get things done or maybe even getting um, other things done getting my work done getting Uh, other things that I can put out the way early rather than um, my running so that I can kind of put that as much as I can to the front now um, you know I realized that this I just said about juggling three things and I'm I'm trying to do that so hard um, but it's obviously not working as well right now I'm doing the best that I can with the situation that I have but with a three-month-old she's still pretty demanding on um, me and I'm complaining with that she is absolutely gorgeous and definitely getting to that point where she's smiley and happy Um, but yeah it's it's becoming a bit of a, a challenge right now trying to as I get up to the point where I'm running, you know, seven, eight miles at a time, um, figuring out how this is going to work. Now, I'd love to hear if any of you have issues with this. You can reach out to me through the um, Running For Real Superstars community, which is my community of runners where we, um, it's just a wonderful place to be. If you're not already in there, I definitely would encourage it. You can find it at tinamuir.com forward slash superstars. Um, or you can tweet at me t- at Tina Muir or find me on Instagram at Tina Muir 88. Just if you w- haven't found me on those channels so far, I am testing out this mini daily podcast series. Oh, I shouldn't say series. These mini podcast episodes to see how they go. This is completely unedited. I am just talking into the microphone um, on my first try and uh, just wanted to share a little update about Bailey. Um, she, yes, she is three months and uh, three months on what day is it? So today is, it's the 17th today. So that means tomorrow she is going to be um, three months old. I'm really excited about that. Um, 
to reach that kind of landmark and as I said she's becoming more and more interactive every day which is really special and wonderful. I have been sharing my story about her um, through my social channels but not too much um, because I want to respect her privacy and not make her kind of a celebrity without meaning to be. Not that I'm calling myself a celebrity by any means but I don't want to put her life on the internet where anyone can see it for many years um, as much as um, as much as I can while still kind of being transparent being vulnerable so um, these updates are going to be a little bit about Bailey what she's up to right now her favorite thing is like smiling and um, she'll just look at things so intently um, kind of staring at them and and really kind of taking them in Um, she's got this little giraffe on her um, car seat that she loves to stare at Um, and she on her bouncer chair she has a um, there's a little um, I guess it's like a I don't know what you would call it it's just a thing that dangles down and it's a little monkey and she stares at that it's amazing that babies can stare at something for like 15 minutes and just just be so lost in a world of staring at this thing I can't ever imagine doing the same thing um, but yeah, so I'm going to be updating you. This is going to be my update day um, Tuesdays. Tomorrow I will be talking about my training, um, something that I have been doing to, as on my return to running. You can follow me on Strava if you aren't already. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I will see you tomorrow.